That was Ken Davis with a little atmospheric music entitled Great Barrier Reef. Among the experiences available in Port Douglas was something that I've never been offered before. Well, yes, I've had the chance to go bungee jumping up there, snorkelling on the outer reef, visiting an island, riding the cable car into the Atherton Tableland, or the scenic railway also upon the Tableland. But I didn't know about drifting through a rainforest. Seven of us were picked up in a minibus from the Sheraton and driven out of town to the Mossman River for a briefing on the experience with Backcountry Bliss, an eco-certified operator. Assurances were sought and quickly given early in our trip that there would be no crocodile in the waters we'd be drifting along. It was it was too far upstream, above the rapids, they said, explaining that crocs do not climb. Someone wondered what other beasts might be lurking in the rainforest or in the waters. Nervous energy greeted the suggestion that we might, if unlucky, encounter a snake in a tree or an eel underwater or something akin to a freshwater stonefish. We drove on, we entered private property and parked beside a river which was the base camp, as it turned out, for backwater bliss. We looked at the river beside us. It was flowing well, but otherwise appeared calm. There was no white water of any consequence and no white knuckles at this stage. We were given thermals and full wetsuits, including wetsuit boots. Now, that should have been enough of a warning as to what we were in for. But there were mentions of Michelin Man, and I pleaded guilty probably. Anyway, we battled on. This certainly wasn't the sort of suit that I was used to, but I had more to worry about than uh, how I looked in the middle of the rainforest, to be honest. So this was clearly going to be a chilly start to another one of those perfect Queensland days. We had an explanation of safety matters, questions about our level of proficiency at swimming or rafting, the usual risk factors operators like to be able to mitigate. We all agreed we could swim, and uh, we each grabbed a heavy-duty air mattress with grab handles and even clips to hold a snorkel and mask, and we headed off towards the river. This wasn't the full river. This was a tributary. I think it was the out-of-town tryout, to be honest. We had two guides with us who carried ropes that could be tossed to us if we happened to drift off course. Eventually, I did, and had to be rescued. It was a bit of fun. I also carried an underwater video camera, Stuffed into the top of my wetsuit, well, it was just another lump as far as I was concerned. The first step into the river proved to be a rude awakening. We had a big night the night before at Taste Port Douglas, and as the water rose, so too did the chill factor, until we were at least half immersed. We were taught how to stand against the current, which is to turn sideways, and how to use the raft, and which parts of the river had current, and which were eddies, and how to steer. Walking on the riverbed was one of the most difficult things because there were sharp rocks, and that was tough. There were also smooth, round, slippery granite rocks. That was also tough. I felt like I needed a hiking pole to support me. Anyway, there was a guide handy, and when your correspondent looked like he was about to plunge into the chilly depths of the Mossman, a hand came out and kept me vertical, which was great. But... Before we got onto the real river, we had to walk across an island. Who knew there was an island out in the middle of the Mossman River system? But that gave the guides an opportunity to share some of the flora and fauna with us, which we all enjoyed. And we were 
what was pointed out to us were various plants, uh, some interesting insects who camouflage themselves pretty well, a small bird, and we later discovered this huge nest, probably six feet high, was built by this particular bird, and the eggs were warmed up in a sort of a composting effect. And if they got to the exact temperature, they would deliver a girl. If, it, if the temperature moved one degree or two, then that egg would turn into a boy. Bird, I mean. It was all very informative. Eventually we got to the bigger water, but first we had to paddle face down on the airbed like we were on a surfboard, except we weren't surfing. We were paddling upstream against the current that, in my nautical ways, I would suggest probably was running six to eight knots. No wonder my arms would later feel a little bit tired, muscles that had not been used in that particular way for, well, any time that I could remember, to be honest. And yes, I think most of us rolled the airbeds and ended up fully immersed, but it was worth it when we got to lay flat on our backs and stare up at the passing rainforest canopy as we silently glided, or glid, is that a word? Uh, Anyway, we passed beneath silently and calmly and all I needed was maybe a bit of uh, rainforest flute music or something like that and uh, the picture would have been complete. I could boast about how I rode a set of rapids that our guide quickly informed us that on a global scale of one to seven for whitewater experiences this was a 0.5. Anyway it was a bit of fun I had to bump myself over a rock or two on the way and uh, we got up Some nice speed, I thought. Would I do it again? Yeah, absolutely, in a heartbeat. It was one of a few experiences offered by this group, and if you'd like more information, go to backcountrybliss.com.au. And huge thanks to Emily and Matt from Sheraton Grand Mirage, who not only organised it, but they came with us on the ride, and we all had a great morning. took about two hours.